let's talk about love let's talk about dating relationships sex academics friendship parents whatever you can think of on the talk it out with damsy podcast join me every saturday as we talk it out talking with damsy is good business business Alright, alright, um, you're welcome to the show again, greatness and um, it's really nice having you guys on and um, the conversation has always been top-notch, let's say yeah. top-notch and very interesting. Okay. Okay, still talking about toxic masculinity and I must tell you I'm getting interested in this conversation. Um, so, continue from last week. Continue from last week, so, so this, um, like, this is a big question now. So, would you date or marry a feminine guy? <laughs> You're laughing, so I'll just start with greatness. Would you date a married feminine guy? <sighs> deep breath, deep breath. I have deep breath. I might and I might not. Why? Like I said, I've met feminine guys that I, I, I can actually you know, go for. Okay. So, because like I said, one character they have, they are neat, they, they smell nice, they know how to keep themselves. Nails polished, hair combed, dressing top notch so i could actually go for them because i like guys that look very presentable and attractive so i might go for them when if they are not that's totally feminine in nature and you know like you said some some of them can be decisive at least with the few times i spend with them i can know if we are compatible, compatible or not so i could dive into it and not delve into it all right but, um, at the point of god that one it cannot be feminine just, you know, the will of work cannot be feminine. Like never no, must it be feminine. No, it cannot be feminine. It's a man. It will give me a complete. So what if? Okay, so feminine and complete. Huh? Do you mean feminine guys are incomplete? <laughs> they are not totally. They're men. not totally complete. They're not totally. Oh my god. They're not totally men. They, they behave like girls now. That's why they are called feminine guys. Okay, I respect they, your. They ha- yes, they have some. Yes, you understand me, right? Yeah, I I do understand perfectly. Yes. So tire of you. Um, would you date a married feminine guy? Oh, next question, please. <laughs> <laughs> next question, you have to answer this. <laughs> would I? Uh, I think they could date you. Would you not? Uh, I don't know. Let's get. When we get to the river, we'll cross it. And <laughs> what is the river is right here. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's not here. Well, no, let's just let's just imagine that the river is here. Okay, let's imagine. Not even work. What is the will of God? Is? You know, we are as Christians. No, as Okay, now what if is the will of God and then you still walk up to you? What do you do? Okay, there's a place oh, of understanding. <laughs> <laughs> there's a place of understanding and yeah. um, agreement. You know, there are some characters or characteristics that you would not want in your man mm-hmm. before you meet him. Probably he. Let me say, I'm just saying, he smokes. Okay. And you tell him that, okay, sir, if we are actually going to continue in this journey, you have to leave this um, habit or this habit. Uh-huh. So if he can also tailor himself to tailor. be a man, oh, then, oh, there's a tailor for me. <laughs> it's like, okay, now probably we have to analyze these um, scenarios or instances where he actually bring out his feminine um, Yes, that can serve as an embarrassment to me or to him also and i'll just tell him okay in these situations 
us to play. <laughs> like lay down rules and regulations. <laughs> alright, alright, I like that. So um moving on. Um, do you think um toxic masculinity is worth talking about? Or do you think we're just wasting our time ranting? The fact that we're talking about it, you know, the aim of talking about it is like people know what it is and then we'd stop it, would um would change the world better. So do you think it's worth talking about or we're just ranting? Witness. You have asked for this question on and on and on, and okay. it's, my answer remains the same. It should not be made irrelevant. It's a very important topic that should be given enough attention. We are not ranting, you know, like barbarians making noise. We are actually doing something that pertains to humanity and is necessary. I will talk about it. It is. It is necessary, at least for parents, even if not for outsiders first, mm-hmm. for parents, for families. For parents to be. Yes, again, that has children like charity begins at home like there is a lot of encouragement and love in the home uh, uh, sorry related to what she said um, I, I think I watched a particular movie like that, and this guy, you know, opened up concerning his masculinity, his sexual life, and he was expecting his parents to like shout at him and you know bring down heaven yeah. and bring out hell from under the ground and show him that you are you are such a you are such not entity in this, in this family. But then with that, he was able to go out confidently and tell the whole world that this is who I am and this is who I want to be because his family, like the charity begins at home, his family has been able to accept that fact and stay with it. This is like a call to all families out there, would be families that um, you are feminine guys or your, your children are behaving in a way you think they should not behave. It's not um, a yardstick for you to stigmatize them or just make them feel they are um, they're not they do not belong you should show them the amount of love and care you should order so they can um, be enough of themselves so they will not have low self-esteem so i like to read this um quote from my favorite writer Shimamanda okay. um she was giving a talk and i just like to read this um, the problem with toxic masculinity is that um it prescribes how we should be rather than recognizing how we are okay. it prescribes how we should be rather than recognizing how we are do you agree with that uh, yes Yes, true. Um, she's saying it's um, recognizing how we're meant to be. That is, this is the structure we have placed, put in place. Follow it, and then who we are, who we feel fulfilled in, is not, you know, brought out. We are just okay. We are just a shadow of ourselves. We are just who they want us to be. We are not who we feel um, fulfilled in we are not who we feel satisfied in so i feel it's very correct that toxic masculinity is um what did you say again recognizing, recognizing um, like um, what we what should be and know what we have and not what we are so we are trying to take that human part away from him and just make him you know what you expect of him how about you tell you Yes, and 
right we are stick to it all our understanding and memory has been um, patterned to that part so she's correct she's right mm. all right all right so um i also read this one from this is a quote from the previous episode okay toxic masculinity tells you to man up because what does it really mean to man up? We teach boys to be afraid of fear, of weakness, of vulnerability. We teach them to max their true selves because they have to be, in Nigerian speak, a hard man. So what can you say about that? Or should I read it again? Okay. Toxic masculinity tells you to man up. What really does it mean to man up? We teach boys to be afraid of fear, of fear, of weakness, of vulnerability. We teach them to max their true selves because they have to be, in Nigerian speak, a hard man. What do you feel about that? potentials as a man so yes it's for me it's okay toxic mark all right so this next question how can we help to completely eradicate toxic masculinity how can we help to completely eradicate it yes we are working towards a society whereby we will not need to talk about it again we would, we would not need to talk about we would not need to talk about the problem of toxic masculinity where we think that we are free from it now everyone now is living a life they should live who they are so how do you think you can completely eradicate it this is one of the ways talking by about enlightening it people about it okay accepting people for who they are by not um, seeing them as people from the other side of the world <laughs> i guess by enlightening people about it okay what about your greatness Alright, so um, we were talking about feminine guys for some time. So let's move in from feminine guys. Like I said at the beginning of, I think, two podcasts ago, that um, feminine guys are like the first on target of toxic masculinity. So let's discuss toxic masculinity in relation to all kind of men. All kind of men. So do you think about feminine guys? Okay, okay. I'm saying all kind of men because I feel that we, I feel that we think that feminine guys are different from normal men. I'm saying that not as if I believe that though. But now we're talking about feminine guys. Okay, what does it mean affect them? Now let's talk about in relation to just okay, normal men. Let's normal men in quotes. Okay. Men who are manly, who are masculine, who are the normal um, picture of what a man should be. Mm-hmm. So do you um think they are also affected by toxic masculinity? Do you have any idea how they are affected by the it? real men? Yeah, the, the, the real men. men. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh yes, yes, I, I believe. Also. Because, like you said, the real men are the ones that the society are structured to be like. Yeah. So, and I said, it could be bad in that when it comes to um, responding to events, especially emotional events, I expect them to be broken and break down and express emotions. They won't do that. They will hold themselves back and, and not want to be seen as a weak link or as a weak link. So, that is the area where toxic masculinity could affect a real man. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. The real man. So what about you, Tayo? Doesn't really affect him. I'm actually actually. <laughs> no, I'm not Feminine guy, and you now saw or have another encounter with a real 
guy, you would just be like, it's, it seems this one is rigid. It seems this one is so aggressive. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay, like, I get what you're you saying. You are so accustomed to seeing them like that. Seeing the um, feminine guys, okay, people around you are soft, tender, blah blah blah, and you now actually come in contact with a, a strong man. Yeah. <laughs> so it might have, you might have a conflict of um, orientation about um, guys or about women and. Um, as a lady and understand that oh yes you're a girl let me even understand you and try to you know put myself in your shoes and i feel she would even express herself better with a feminine guy than with a real guy okay um what i was actually driving no, at I'm not on you, okay I'm not what i was actually driving at okay because i feel she's already, <laughs> she's, already what? she's making me feel like guys um ladies like feminine, feminine guy. guys like like no, I'm, I'm not talking about ladies. I'm talking about the attribute of the feminine guy. That's what I'm actually talking about. And not like, Yeah, I'm saying ladies like such traits. Such traits, yes. When you come up and meet a guy. Okay, I think that no, does I, not I, agree I, with yes. this. I actually feel that way because girls show a lot of emotions. And when the guy comes and oh, you are emotional at this point in time, he doesn't want to read your emotion. He doesn't want to know that. So standard <laughs> okay, okay, I think I, let me just say something. Okay. What I was actually talking about this question about um, other normal men in quotes, mm-hmm. I was talking about tossing masculinity is that we have this notion that men don't cry. Okay. I think in the very first podcast about um, toxic masculinity, I mentioned that um, men don't cry. There's this, um, there's this um, stigma or this um, belief that real men don't cry. So that's why I said something that um, I've ever seen that that man, um, when his wife died or when that child, when his mother died, they would just sit down and be looking. They'll say, yeah. uh, they, they, they will tell you they are grieving in their own way, but then uh-huh. they should really cry because Lynch. everybody everybody deserves to cry. At some point in time, you deserve to break down emotionally. Really, at some point in time in your life, you deserve to break down emotionally and just be vulnerable. Let someone tell you sorry, let someone cuddle you and all that. But we have this um, belief that men should be strong, and yeah. um, so that's what I was actually driving at. Like a lot of men we have out there today, they really want to. They have emotions. They want to show, but then they are afraid of society. We think that when you show emotions, okay, it's not man enough. When it shows emotion, ah, shocking in Asia. Like, yeah. so we we have um this kind of, how I say it, we have this rigid box. I said that um, talk masculinity is like a, a box and a cage that you put men inside, and it's really hectic task. Who can face it? Like, it's just so very hectic. So let me just, I believe the story. So um, sometimes last week I was somewhere, and then a, a friend of mine. A guy, something happened and he was like, oh, we all know what a home is. And then, uh-huh. and then the person at point, also a man, like person standing was like, who did that? And he was like, okay, he was a guy. And I said, don't do that, you're a boy. And then it happened again, and this one is like, oh, don't do that, you're a boy. And deep inside me, I wanted to talk. I was like, okay. And I was like, should I talk? Like, okay, what brings about the don't do oh, like guy? Do you succumb to that notion? Okay, guy should not oh. 
Well, you know, we're trying to change society. Yes. That's why I'm talking about these things. Yes. So he, he's saying, "Oh, it's an exclamation now." Thank you. It's an exclamation. He's saying, "Oh my, oh my God, yeah, Jesus." Exactly what I'm driving out. So I'm um, sorry to cut yes. you. I think I'm earlier this semester. Mm-hmm. I had a new. No, Last semester, when I had a new roommate, and then the first few days in the room, I like, we were talking, and I was like, oh, and I was like, guy, what's wrong with you? And I was like, what's wrong with you? I just did, oh, and he was like, stop doing that. It's, it's kind of creeping me out. I said, wow, I'm going to do more of that. It's creeping you out because I don't see the reason why you tell me not to do particularly because you feel like a man should not do that. That's what I'm driving out. Like, we, we see a reason why um, it's like there's a book that says, okay, check, yes, no, maybe yeah. a man should do this, a man should not do that, a man should do this, and stuff like that. So it's like we have a old passbook or everything that says, okay, a man, yes, you must do this one. As a man, okay, no, you must do this one. Now I was like, okay, uh-huh, and um, all that. So I think this will be our last question, depending on where the angle leads. So do you think, Tayo, now, do you think there's a religious angle to talking about toxic masculinity? Do you think um, in our talk, I'm sure you, are, you know what feminism is. Uh-huh, so, and, um, so, and then in talking about feminism, which I proudly follow, I... There are things that people say and they say feminism is not religious, it's not Christian-like. And the the um, the old talk about feminism is not trying to bring the point and say this thing is related to the Bible. Let's see why we should be feminist, why um it's religious to be feminist also. Now toxic masculinity, do you think the old talk about it? Is it Christian-like? Is he does he does he have any religious backing that we can say okay? I'm talking about it because there are some fanatics, sorry to use the word fanatics, that when you talk, they hear these things be like it's not it's not in the bible you got to talk about this and that so they, they always want to take everything spiritual and spiritual people so what what do you think we can use to talk to these persons about okay yes and i also know that the bible does not have every specific for everything yeah. people want to know okay show me in the bible where it is written that we should so what do you think we can do to this kind of persons i would say to them to prove our point okay actually i <laughs> I don't have a specific um, Bible. No, I'm not talking about Bible, but just. Yes, yes, I understand. But let me say, there is a um, Bible passage that says, Do to others as you wish others would do to you. Yeah. I, I feel that can, in a way, be um, related to it. Because now, do to others as you wish others would do to you. Okay, you understand that this person has this particular. Trait or personality to now start um, stigmatizing them and make them feel less of themselves. Just put yourself in that person's shoe. Put yourself like, okay, if I am the one, what will, how will I feel? What will I say if somebody is saying this kind of thing to me? If somebody is making me to feel, see, you are not up to the standard we already we already have. We already said. So I feel that actually. Uh, comes to play there and um, another way that I would say that is you trying to I want to I, I don't know how to structure okay. you trying to um, make it feel like everything that God created is good Okay. Mm-hmm. Like said, um, after each um, creation, creation we looked at it and say it is good. Yeah. It is good. It is good. See, if we are so um, 
Okay. If you are so um, fixed that you are just like, if you are a man, you must be a man. If you are a female, you must be a female. It means that if you see anybody in between, you now say, ah, maybe this one is not good. Who are you to judge that? Mm. Everything God created is good. And let's just take it. All right, witness. Yes, everything God created is good, and it it has been stated in the Bible. Like I said, I think for the first recording we had, I, I um it was said in the Bible that God created what them male and female. So He said male and female, and then He saw it that it was good. He did not say male female and female male, and saw that it was good. So I feel really just we should not stigmatize them yet. We should accept them in, but shine the light and make them understand that this was the original plan of God and not actually this that is happening. I, I, I don't know if you understand. I, I understand what yes. you're saying. So we shouldn't stigmatize them because that would actually worsen the, the whole situation. Yeah. That is not the reason why Christ came. So what we will do is bring them in, accept them as, as one with us, and then now make them understand and and the thing is that when they finally have an answer they feel fulfilled because i feel that like i said before i feel like at a point in time they need dilemma looking for answers looking for who they are so by the time a, a, an elimination comes there is a fulfillment in turn with it so i i just feel that what we we'll do as a religious body is not to stigmatize them but to what shine the light to them That's thank you all. very much i also like to add that um Everything that God created was created in His image. So, um, for every person we see, we are all God's image. So, we are little gods, as we know. So, whether feminine or not feminine, masculine or not masculine, we are all God's image. So, if you can now say, okay, this person, ah, no good at all. So, like, I'm just aligning God's image. And there is aligning God. And also, the Bible that says, um, love your neighbor as yourself. The kingdom principle is love, love, love. I believe if you love somebody, you will not separate the person. You will not start lying the person. You will not look at the person and say, okay, what this person is doing is not good. If love covers everything, charity does a lot of things. It covers a lot of faults, a lot of errors. So even if it's true that this person has an error, has a fault, if you have love, the Christian kind of love, the agape kind of love, it's able to cover for everything. Alright, it's been a very interesting discussion. Talking about toxic masculinity, all this week's with style and greatness. Thank you very, very much for giving us your... Thank you very, very much for giving us your audience. Um, my, I'm saying thank you. That means thank you. The all the listeners have talked about that podcast since. Thank you. It's been a really um good experience listening to wealth of knowledge. Yeah, I'll say wealth of knowledge from from so um so two, two sources. Yeah, it's very, very distant. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and that's how it comes to the end of talking about it. Does it? It's been a very interesting one talking toxic masculinity. I'm sure you learned to know that you have questions. That you want to reach out to me on Facebook via online Raju Ulua Femi Damsi, Instagram at online Raju Damsi. Also, you can send me an email at online Raju Damsi nine at gmail dot com. If you'd like to reach out to me on WhatsApp, you want to send a WhatsApp message to zero nine one two four zero six eight three seven zero zero nine one two four zero six eight three seven zero till we meet again same time next week don't forget to share this podcast to your friends and loved ones that something is happening we're talking about talking masculinity let's get talking so we can have a change in the world so we meet again same time next week don't forget that talking with damsi is good business and i love you i remain online with you bye bye